Hi, and welcome to the podcast from Knox Presbyterian Church in McDonald's Corners, Ontario. Knox is part of a three-church charge between Elfin, Snow Road, and McDonald's Corners. Each Sunday, there's a 9.30 a.m. service in Elfin or Snow Road, and then again at Knox in McDonald's Corners. If you are able to join us next week, we'd love to see you at one of our services. If not, we hope this reaches you wherever you are. This audio recording is from the 11 a.m. service with Pastor Philip Roblard. For more information, please contact us on our Facebook page. Okay, it's all yours. Good morning, everyone, and I trust that... uh... The Lord will bless you during this time of worship together. Um, We have uh, a lot to be grateful for. The numbers seem to be peaking and pray that they come start coming down this week. But um, we give the Lord glory and praise that we're healthy and uh, and uh, though uh, it's cold, we still are able to heat our homes. Um, and so let's, uh, let us rejoice in that as well. Um, I have a number of, uh, things that I want to share with you. First of all, our annual meeting, uh, for Knox, it's going to be Sunday, uh, February 27th and, uh, Alphen and Snow Road, Sunday, March 6th at 11 o'clock. Uh, Keep in mind that um, that we also have a lot of people to pray for, um, but we are pray, praising God for answered prayer on a number of fronts. And Betty yesterday was telling me that uh, she, her daughter's doing better, uh, and uh, her son-in-law or her son is doing extremely well. And we give the Lord glory. You know, we kind of take these healings for granted. But I'm going to tell you right now that God is still in the healing uh, business. Uh, We have some birthdays. Uh, Janet Stewart, uh, Pam McGregor, January 24th. Uh, uh, Pam McGregor's on the 25th. Uh, Joel Smith uh, is on the 26th. And Dora White, uh, I I think I have a few more between her, but I I noticed that... uh, she may be the next. Uh, yeah, that's in February. So these uh, birthdays are coming fast and furious. Well, they're coming anyway, whether we want them or not. But January, I was talking to a neighbor of mine, and he said, "Man, February seems or January seems to be taking a long time." He said, "I thought December went by quick, but you know, I'm starting to notice the same thing, and maybe because we're not only shut in, but it's terribly cold." However, we, uh, we thank God that we do have homes that uh, meet our needs and we ask God to continue to supply the need in terms of the dollars to pay for the high price of, uh, of heating today. <clears throat> um, that's the announcements for the day or for this morning. Uh, and so we will begin our, uh, our service and uh, we're, uh, I'm going to ask David to help me uh, do the call to worship, and he will represent the people, and uh, I will lead us. Um, 
Arise, shine out, your light has come, and the glory of the Lord rises on you. See, darkness covers the earth, and darkness is over all peoples. But the Lord rises on you, and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your dawn. Then all your righteous people will be like shoots I have planted, the work of my hands displaying my splendor. At the right time, I will do this swiftly. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let us pray. Gracious Lord, we thank you for this beautiful day and sitting inside and looking out. It's, it's a little more appreciated because of that wonderful sunshine that we're enjoying. We give you thanks, Lord, for your sunshine, not only in terms of our atmosphere, but in terms of our lives. Your sun shines in us. And we ask you, Lord, to be with us, guide us. As we worship you, Lord, and again, we visit one more aspect of the mysteries that you have given us, epiphanies that you have blessed us with, oh Lord. We pray that you would bless us continually. Heal our land, heal our world. And may we be, as a result of this, may many people be drawn closer to you because of your visitation during these times of lockdown and, and uh, shortages. Not enough to starve us, but certainly enough to make us aware of how much we have. Be with us in every part of the service. Lord, forgive our sins. Cleanse us from all that we've done wrong. Because we know, Lord God, that you are a merciful God and you forgive us. Now, Lord, as we, as we pray, we ask you, Lord, to be with us in terms of our own lives our families, bless our children, our teachers. Lord, as they've gone back to school in, in house, I pray, Lord, that you'd be with each one. Now, Lord, guide us. Through Christ our Lord, who taught us to pray, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us <laughs> Our debts as we forgive our debtors and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory forever and ever amen today we give thanks that he forgives us god's word tells us that if we confess our sins he is faithful to forgive us to cleanse us from all unrighteousness and draw us unto himself because of our contrite hearts. <laughs> our gathering song is going to be a solo by Linda. Uh, shine on now, shine on great, our great Savior. Come and make this uh, holy place. So I'm going to ask her to lead us because I don't know it all that well. I mean, I've sung it a time or two, but I'm going to ask her to lead us in it. And um, as she does, Let's sing along in our individual places. Philip, can you pull it up so we see verse three? You know what? 
I just looked at that when I was pulling it up and I don't see verse three. I just see verse one and two. I look to the okay. next. I'm sorry about that. Well, I sing by myself anyway, so I don't know. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm sorry about that. No, I don't have it. That's okay. So this was a choir piece. Anybody in the choir? We sang it when Karen was our minister. And it was a fun piece. Uh, just so that you know, uh, it is on the bulletin. Oh, okay. Thank you, Linda. 
That was great. That's got such powerful words and it sure fits in with the message that I will be sharing a little later on. So thank you very much. It, incidentally, it was Linda's suggestion that, uh, <laughs> that we use it. And uh, so thank you so much, Linda, for doing that. I sure You're appreciate welcome. it. Um, next, we're gonna have, just before the, uh, the children's story, we're going to have um, a children's song and the Smith family are going to sing it. All right, well, this song was the, uh, the children's choice, uh, but they're not here with me this morning to sing it, but uh, they sang it many times in the truck last night while we talked about what we should sing, so. Okay. Joel. Bless you. And uh, um, I'm sure the children are, uh, are uh, I've been feeling the whole Zoom thing for so long. I'm sure many of them were really glad to get back to school. Um, I'm sure it must be stressful to operate on the basis that 
that you're uh, looking at a screen for hours each week. And so um, it's not like watching a program or a television uh, series. It's, it's, uh, it's tough sled to stay concentrated. So I admire all the kids and wish them uh, a good year as they look forward to uh, school and uh, back with their friends. Um, to leave you uh, with a, a bit of a thought, I, um, I always love this story of, of Peter, James and John who are invited up to the top of the mountain with Jesus. The other epiphanies kind of Jesus is by himself, but this time he's going to pray up there but he takes three of them with him. And I think he really wanted to expose them to the fact that God was way bigger than their little world. Kind of get used to it when you think, or, or rather you kind of understand it because uh, Peter, James, and John were, <laughs> were quite a, a, a trio. Uh, you look at the scriptures, they spent a lot of time uh, being great men. But on this point, I love Peter's response of all three of them. The others wrote about it, but Peter says, and he doesn't know what to say. The Bible actually tells us that. Uh, he says, look, let's, let's build three uh, tabernacles here, little structures. And let's together as a, as a, as a build one for Elijah and one for Moses and one for Jesus, because what happened was an explosion of light came. And I'm sure the disciples were in awe. As a matter of fact, they might have been frozen there, scared. But Jesus says to them, or, or rather, Peter says to them all, I think we ought to stay right here. Don't we love to celebrate great mountaintop experiences? Children do. When school's out, that's a mountaintop experience for the summer. It's a great time where you don't have to worry about school. We don't have to worry about much of anything. But there's lots of us who, who go through life and, and we have these moments and we remember them. Maybe when someone dear, near to us has passed away. This past week, uh, Steve Brown's dad passed away. We, we send out our prayers to him and his family. But today I just want us to leave us one thought that all through our lives, we're gonna have these moments that we remember for maybe the rest of our days that are given to us of God, given to us of God's Holy Spirit. And they're there to build us up, to heal us, to give us something to put our trust in and put our hope in. Because Jesus Christ is our hope. He's our rock. He's our fortress. He's our deliverer, as that chorus says. In him, we will trust. Let me pray for the children right now. Father, I pray for our kids. Wherever they may be, Lord, I pray that you'd be with them. Keep them protected and safe. Lord, when we think of them going back to school, Lord, we're concerned. But we ask, Lord, that you would heal them, that you'd put a, a hedge of protection around our children and keep them whole. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.
Well, as we listen to God's word, uh, let us pray the prayer together. Prepare our hearts, O God, and may we remember the great provisions we will receive from you in this year ahead. May we, we rise above everything and anything that comes our way. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, uh, Dave is going to read us the scriptures from St. Luke chapter 9, verses 28 to 36. Mountaintop moments. Jesus' appearance is changed. It is also referred to as the transfiguration. About eight days after, he went up on a mountain to pray. He took Peter, John, and James with him. As he was praying, the appearance of his face changed. His clothes became as bright as a flash of lightning. Two men, Moses and Elijah, appeared in shining glory. Jesus and the two of them talked together. They spoke about his coming death. He was going to die soon in Jerusalem. Peter and his companions had been very sleepy, but then they became completely awake. They saw Jesus' glory and the two men standing with him. As the men were leaving Jesus, Peter spoke up. Master, he said to him, it is good for us to be here. Let us put up three shelters. One will be for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He didn't really know what he was saying. While Jesus was speaking, a cloud appeared. It surrounded them. The disciples were afraid as they entered the cloud. A voice came from the cloud. It said, this is my son, and I have chosen him. Listen to him. When the voice had spoken, they found that Jesus was alone. The disciples kept quiet about this. They didn't tell anyone at that time what they had seen. Thank you, David. Well, everyone, mountaintop moments, they're always exciting. Uh, moments when we, well, when we, the last time we, we saw somebody precious to us, they probably they may have gone on to be with the Lord. And you know, when we spend the last few moments just before a loved one leaves this, this place, this earth, sometimes one of the most emotional, and we, we kind of hold on to those, especially as Christians, because we're going to see them again. But we, we, we kind of hold on to every moment. We say, we try to say things that, well, that we'll treasure. Maybe we won't say anything, but we treasure the moment, every second of it. How about the last touch that we had with our family? During this time of, of, um, isolation and lockdowns boy you appreciate your loved ones all the more oh yes you talk to them on on facebook or 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 um or facetime or whatsapp or whatever uh, social media that happens to be available at that moment but it's not the same as being with them it's not the same as holding them it's not the same as touching them and uh 
that's such a, this is such a hard time. But we want to give thanks to the Lord that those moments that we have, every, 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 for example, every movie has a, 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 a climax, if you will, a powerful climax that will impact us for the rest of the day or maybe the rest of our lives. The last moment of a, of a game, the last moment of a baseball game or a football game or a hockey game are the most dramatic and memorable, especially when a goal is scored or, or a touchdown or whatever that may be. We kind of see it. And of course, media takes the time to make sure that we get a highlight of it afterwards. Well, you know, those last moments are often mountaintop experiences, but we have them at other times. And I'm not going to get into that except to say that why does this happen? Ask ourselves that. Well, you know what? There's a name for this phenomenon. It's called peak end bias. A Nobel Peace winner, uh, psychologist, Daniel Connerman notes that in the realm of human judgment and decision-making, we value what we experience last the most, peak moments, moments of, of great intensity. They're powerful. They're made, they, they kind of, well, they kind of burn their, their intensity into our minds and our hearts and our memories, mountaintop moments. You know that people of Alzheimer's can remember all those wonderful moments along the way years ago that they can't remember what they had for breakfast this morning. And this intensifies excitement. It gives us a sense of, wow. Secondly, second thing I want us to, 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 uh, to think about is that Jesus' life on earth were peak moments. Every moment, it seemed that, that Jesus was doing something, but he did it for people everywhere he went. Everyone who met him experienced those mountaintop moments. It transformed them. They were never the same again. And so it is even today. We need to understand that those mountaintop moments change us, heal us. They're moments of a raw intensity. They stay with us for a long time, maybe the rest of our lives. They can create great joy and excitement. What about a wedding, a win in whatever sport we may have played in? These memories change us. But what about an event that gives our heart back to the Lord? These are dynamic moments, moments of transformation and joy, of even revival and excitement, of intense uh, an intense memory. And those memories recharge our faith. Mountaintop moments strengthen our faith. They wipe away doubts. They heal us. For Christians, we experience peak moments in a number of ways. <clears throat> a number of ways. Matter of fact, we should cultivate peak moments. We should remember the day that Jesus Christ transformed us. That our relationship with God was, was, 
was changed forever. That we could never go back to the way we lived our lives before. These memories stoke our faith and remind us that God just is not just there in the peak and moments, but in, in fact, every part of our lives. And the memory of that helps us carry on. And that's the beauty of serving the Lord. Jesus' life on earth was a peak moment for everyone that he encountered because he was busy doing things for people. He was busy serving the masses, whether it was feeding the, the thousands or there was healing people as, as, as he walked by. People were transformed. Our memories sustains us. Mountaintop moments strengthen us. They wipe away doubt. They heal us. And may Jesus be the one to do that in every one of our lives. For in fact, we need it. Many years ago, actually in 1968, just this past week, we celebrated his life, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. He was a man of of extreme talent that he could stir the masses better than anybody else. But he was a great speaker. He knew how to use words well. And in his closing remarks, because two days later, less than two days later, he was dead. He said, I would like to live a long life. Longevity has its place. But I'm not concerned about that now. I just want to do God's will. He's allowed me to go up to the mountaintop. I've looked over the edge and I've seen the promised land. Oh, I may not get there when you do. I do know this. I want you to know tonight, we are as a people will get to the promised land, but I'm so happy tonight. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not fearing any man. For mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. And within 36 hours, his life was gone. Was he, had he already experienced that mountaintop experience to prepare him for a speech or was it for his life? Who knows? The other side will know. But this I do know, that he stirred the masses year, for years to come, his people, that they might not in any way rise up to destroy the government, but to remind the government of the rights and privileges that American people have. Well, I have want you to know of rights and privileges you have as a child of God. Your mountaintop experiences were placed in your life for a very specific reason. They were to strengthen your faith so that in those times when you're living in the valley, you will look up and see the coming of the glory of the Lord. And I thank God that we have those moments. I want you to think back today as we, we close the message. May Jesus be your first and last memory as you wake up and as you go to sleep. You will learn to savor those special moments with him and look forward to them at that special part of your day. And the more moments you savor, the more Jesus will become embedded in your heart as the healer of your life, of your mind, and of your soul.
Amen. And amen. Let us go to prayer for those that need our, our prayers. There's so many to do. I want to remind you that uh, Steve Brown lost his dad <clears throat> this week. And we want to pray. Uh, he passed away. And, and we want to pray for him and his family. That the Lord will, will uh, surround them with his presence. Um, we also want to remember somebody named Jean Wither. Uh, she grew up in Knox Church. And uh, Jean is actually Fran Harper's sister-in-law, Bob's sister. Um, but Jean went to live in the United States and she passed away just a little over a week and a half ago. And we want to remember them as well, uh, that the Lord will strengthen them. They may be far away in the States, but they're close to us now because of who they are and what God has done. He's taken Jean home to be with him. And he's taken... Steve's father to be with him. And so as we, as we pray for the sick, and there's many, and those that have lost loved ones, we want to remember those. You may remember uh, someone yourself. Bring them up. We will give an opportunity for that. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you, and, and we know, Lord God, that you are a big God. We thank you, Lord, for prayer, communication with you, being able to talk with you at any time, at any moment, night or day, and know that you hear us and that you are with us. There's no long distance relationship, Lord, here. It's close, it's personal, and we know as our Heavenly Father, you love us, for you loved us so much that you gave your Son, Jesus Christ, to pay our uh, our the big price that was on our head for all the sins that we have committed. Lord, we want to remember these people in, by name. We think of Shannon Barr, Ken Crane, Tate DeWitt, Mary Lou Harvey, Harvey Jackson, Pearl Killenbeck. Lord, she said this morning she was not doing well. I pray that you'd be with her. I pray that right now she would know that the people of God are praying for her and surrounding her with prayer. We pray for Sylvia Lynch as well, and we pray, Lord, you do the same for her and Shannon. Betty Nealon, we thank you so much, Lord, that things are progressing with regards to Lisa, but Lord, give her complete healing and complete use of her arm and hand. Michael Nealon, we thank you for that. Rob Patterson, we thank you, Lord, that the, the news, though, it was... It was uh, anticipated still wasn't what parents want to hear but lord we pray through that that you would create a miracle for man because lord now we need your miracle presence around him lord i pray for earl Sargent and stanley Sargent. we want to pray for steve brown and his family we want to pray for for uh, jean wither and her family lord we know, Lord, she's with you, but we have many that are left behind that have a big hole in their lives. Be with them. There are so many more, Lord, our people in retirement homes, Judith and Isabel, Fran, Norma, Lois and Danny, Donna and Lori. But we lift them up to you, Lord, and there are specific requests that we have. And in your mercy, Lord, right now, hear our prayers. 
And now, Lord, as we wrap up our time with you for the moment, we ask you especially to visit every person that's on the, on the Zoom service call. We ask you to be with them. Surround them with your love. Be with Lord, our nation. Heal us, Lord, in Jesus' name we ask it. Amen. Well, we go out into the world with his peace. And so the closing hymn is one that I just absolutely love. As a matter of fact, I committed it to memory many years ago. I sing the almighty power of God. And I always put it to, with the tune to 249 because it's so majestic. And so Linda is going to lead us as that as their closer right now. Can you pull it up, Philip? Thank you, Linda. Just my favorite song. I was singing it, and Catherine was too, with all our hearts, because it's got such powerful words for us to leave on this morning. And so I pray that God has blessed you as you've uh, been with us. Uh, and now may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God, fellowship and communion of the Holy Spirit, rest and abide upon each one of you now and forevermore. Amen. And so now you can uh, demute yourself, or Dave can. It's a, it's a, it's entirely up to him because I know that it's easy to do personally. And you can say bye to each other. <coughs> Pretty quiet bunch. I'll say. <laughs> We're frozen. <laughs> Martha just left on her snowshoes out in the bush. I don't know where she's going, but somewhere. <laughs>
away. I, I hope she has a trail because it's really hard right now to snowshoe. Thank you for tuning into this week's service. Again, we would love to have you join us at one of our two Sunday morning services. First at 9.30 in either Elfin or Snow Road. We alternate week week after week throughout the summer. And then in the winter, we're only in Elfin. And then again at 11 a.m. in McDonald's Corners. Feel free to reach out to us on Facebook or call us at the number in the bulletin. We hope to hear from you soon, and we hope that this message has reached you wherever you are. Thank you.